about how the church league basketball and softball gets everybody that don't go to the church to play. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, we, I remember the first year we played for uh, Matthew's Table. Pleasant Curl. Valley. Yeah. Oh. And Easy. then with the Matthews Table, they had Easy. they had Shaq playing on the team. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, yeah, Shaq just started at our yeah, church. Yeah, Shaq just started going. He's flying in every week. Hey, they went undefeated. It was embarrassing. They they went undefeated the whole season, Drew. Well, I know. It was like 100 no. Hey, look, they had professional softball players out there. That's right. Man. I got a softball team. That, I was uh, like, Matthew's Table, they done grew exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> God's glory, the team that um that I went to Florida that do prison ministry. What's the name of it? They're called God's Glory. Oh, okay. They want to come down here, and they said they'll scrape you off the are they like that? Yeah, they're, they're good. Hey, you playing in the penitentiary, you got to be good. Uh, they're hey, good. they're professional. They know uh, how to hit the ball. Hey, they do. Look. I can't believe you hit it out the out Did the y'all beat the peni- Did y'all beat the penitentiary team? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, look. look. <laughs> One time, the penitentiary team was like, look, no, y'all better not hold back this year. Last year, y'all held back. Why they beat them 116 to 13? Yeah, right. 116 to 13. Dang, it was already bad. They was in prison. Plus, y'all just beat, beat them down. And look, they're talking trash and everything, like like clean trash. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, it, it, it's crazy because when you're on the prison yard, like you're out there with the murderers. You're out there with, yeah. with everybody. Yeah. And they'll tell you, like, you, you can tell who's the big dog on the yard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog. yeah. No, seriously. All he do, he got the sunglasses look, on. He just nods his the, head. Look, they be doing the signs. He be nodding his head. Look, he don't even say nothing. He just he oh, just the, like no, yeah. The OGs hey. always find a, find a person to come talk to just to hang out. They just want to talk. Oh yeah. And uh, one of the dudes just I mean we talked for like three hours, man. Because some of these games they play multiple games. You know what I mean? So yeah. Is it uh, true though that uh, it's hard to be a Christian when somebody's trash talking you because that old uh, self? Oh man, look, I, I did they, we didn't. I didn't really trash talk with anybody. Like Remember that, Joe like, and uh, Bunch? How they? Oh, would, they would, they would go in. Oh man, it was funny. <laughs> I'd listen. be like, it's just Joe, Joe. What happened to you? Yeah, <laughs> Joe's, Joe, Joe's nah, the most humblest guy on earth you until you Kurt. get to the basketball court. Hey, he, he'll, he'll play. He'll play one on one with some uh, with his with his boots on and out there trash talking. It's funny. Yeah. Joe, we need to you could come and fix Julius's headphones. You got my man yeah, sitting no, over right? lopsided on. Yeah. But but seriously on on the uh on, on like the prison yard ministry or whatever when we're doing that. You guys look up God's glory uh well out sports outreach, sports reach. I keep saying it wrong, but so they travel around with a traveling softball team. They play um I think it's double A professional baseball. Softball. Softball and um, they just go travel all around the world, and they do tons of prison ministry. So you go in, you play softball uh, with the prison uh, with the prison inmates, and I'm telling you, I had some of the funnest I did that week. Didn't you go to, like, five prisons? We went to five prisons wow, in man, five that's days. Super dope. And let me tell you what, like, it's just the feeling is unreal. You know what I mean? You're in the, yeah. Florida, the Florida sky. Is these, like, max? Just, oh, yeah, maximum security. Like, wow. dude. But they always tell you, they're like, look, they ain't going to touch y'all in here. They tell you they're like, look, they ain't gonna touch y'all in here. Yeah. They're like, they, if one of them inmates ever touched y'all in here, it'd be bad for them because, like, the inmates appreciate those guys. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So much because, like, think about it. One, there was one dude where, I mean, there's multiple, but I, one case where there's a guy that's been returning on our softball team. He's been coming for 20 years. Wow. And he has like a like a relationship with one of the yeah. guys there. And the guy expects them, like, they do Christmas cards back and forth. Oh, yeah, consistency. So it's pretty, it's yeah, pretty cool. You, if one of them inmates mess it up, they, they, they hey, don't they know gonna, it. They're going to get them. They're going to get them for oh, sure. Yeah. All right. Jay Ivey said it was easier guarding Greg, 
Greg Oden in the basket, in basketball paint, then guarding Julius Maddox down low. Hey, you better know it. Oh, it's a savage man. down there. Come on, Rob. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't try to knock my shine, bro. Look, Jew would go through I've those. I've seen it first Jew would, Jew would go through those spurts like it's game time. Oh, the yeah. Sub, hey, Jew, beach. Where he Jew. was completely unstoppable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Jew had to be. I remember when Jew drank about six monsters before the Whoa, game. Here, quick story yeah. real quick, guys. Why did Jew try to transform into a point guard? All the time. Hey, try to drive the all the way court. down the court. Coach Tennant would go crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's times I did, though. I'll get the rock and I see an open lane. It'd be about gone. one time Jew would hit a spin move and he'd be feeling himself. Oh, uh, yeah. Listen, one time, me and Nick, <laughs> this is when, this is, I was a sophomore, this is when I started playing. Uh, I started uh, starting for varsity. And me and Nick was going around car hopping. And this was the first time I've ever had an energy drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we were looking in these cars and they had a we bunch. found a car where they had like, there was like 80 cans of energy drinks. Yeah. And we was like, what are we going to do with them? It was like, we're going to take them then. Yeah. So we, we didn't take all 80 cans. We took about maybe about 40 cans. Well, I was like, man, I'm about to get psyched up for the basketball game. <laughs> I remember I had this orange. We was playing Henderson County. I had this orange container like this. And um, I filled it up with ice, and I poured like three energy drinks in it. Wow. Let me tell you what. I scored 13 points in the first four minutes of the game. <laughs> 13 Look, points in 13 seconds. I was done for the rest of the game. Oh, I guarantee I was over you. on the bench spinning. He Hussain said his heart was like, was... Yeah. was like, Maddox, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> We're in a game here. I was like, man, it's... Yeah, you know, I don't man. know, coach, I'm about to die. Yeah. He, thought hey. you, he thought you was about to score 50, dude. Man, I was look, at that pace, I was going to score 100. <laughs> I was like Will Chamberlain down there, yeah, throwing sky hooks and everything. Nick, oh, pray, Nick, 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 pray this in real quick. All right, Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for everyone watching. I pray that we say something that brings glory to your name, that points people closer to you. I pray that we be a light in the dark world and that we be bridge builders instead of wall builders. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome to to another edition of Trust the Process Podcast. Yours truly, Rob, the People's Plug Martin, joined by always Nicholas, the Italian Stallion, the Reverend. Hollywood. Hollywood Martin. And back, back. He's back again, Mr. Regular String. Hello. Julius Maddox himself, live. What up, what up, what up, what up? Mr. Controversy. We in the building, baby. Man, Mr. Controversy. The most controversial lifter of all time. Of all time. Man. Is that a new name? Yeah, man. Mr. Controversy? Yeah. yeah I feel like I should be on front of the uh, the Times Magazine like Nicky Barnes back in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> With, With the mink. <laughs> With the mink on. No, that's, that's Frank Lucas. Look, uh, I was thinking that. I was like. Nicky Barnes had the suit on. Of the, all the yeah. lifts, how would it be that Jew's lift was the most controversial uh, yeah. Man, you know how you start to get in your head. I'm like, I'm in my head. I'm like, so here, I'm gonna explain the situation real quick. So, we go up for the 800 pound attempt, something nobody else has ever done, televised across the world on ESPN, and they misload the weight. It's Man. never been done on ESPN either, right? <laughs> never, never been done on ESPN. Never. So, like, what we're doing right now, what I'm doing, uh, that God has given me the ability to do, is pave a new path. For, for to be able to monetize, and not only monetize, but give powerlifting what I do, lifting weights, a platform for the world, to display for the world. Yeah. And they misloaded the weights. Because I remember two, three years ago when you got on this, like, uh, path of, like, really lifting big weights, and you was like, man, professional powerlifters just ain't really paid like that. No, they don't get paid like that. I'm one of the few, seriously, literally, I'm, I'm saying, like, there's probably under five 
that are actually getting to do this for a living. Mm. It's under five. Man. Yeah. I, and I might even say there might not even be that. Full That's crazy. Time. Look, yeah. Like that are full time, just trained, they get to just train. That's hey, it. what's so crazy is any other sport, um, they get paid, right? Any other sport all the way across the board? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, is there another one that you can think of that does not get paid? Even pro- professional cornhole players get paid. Professional softball, bowlers? Yeah, professional, I mean, like softball, I guess. What about arm wrestling? They get paid too. Arm wrestling gets paid big money. What about that smack competition? Hey, maybe do they get paid? Hey, hey, do look, they? Yeah, smack competition. Somebody, hey, how much would it take for you to enter a smack competition? For me? Yeah. A million. Would you be ready to? You'd you be ready do to it for a hundred thousand. Oh yeah, for a hundred thousand, I, I take it back. What if hundred thousand? Would you let Mike Tyson smack you? Oh, ooh. What if the prize? Yeah, I will take that. I just seen his training video. Ooh, I can't let I him smack too. me. He can smack me for a hundred thousand. Hey, I promise Listen, you, guys. Would you let Mike Tyson slap you for a hundred? Don't look at my headphones. I look goofy right now. <laughs> but uh, would you let Mike Tyson smack you for a hundred thousand dollars? Hey, man, I'm telling you, I seen the red dot on my look. I'm putting one of them little uh, targets <laughs> right here, Mike. Mike, he got some uh, rejuvenation. Man, I'm telling you, hey, he got some built up. Look, that's what I was watching. He got that thing the, the past two days leading up to my meet like that's what I was watching was you Mike Tyson that's that energy has he has that energy oh yeah 55 years old that mindset that Mike somebody said uh, somebody said Matthew Beats said he'd do it for 50,000 mm. Mike Tyson had some uh, uh, energy level that's that's very few have ever tapped into he got that thing yeah he, he got that thing that at any given time it's it's it's, it's on and that's what somebody said to me it was like man I, I wasn't quite sure your last warm-up but it was like when you Right before you hit your opener, like something changed. <laughs> and it was like it was that Mike Tyson. They Mike Tyson it. was in this interview one time and he was like, um, the you know, the interview the people who are interviewing, they're gonna probe at you. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to pick out the yeah. the the stuff in your life that's either controversial that's or right. brings out emotion. Hey Mike, well, so what about that one time when it, you put your hands on that lady? No, they said, Well, so what about your, your his his daughter died, I guess. Oh she, wow. She drowned in the pool. She was like mm. six. Oh my goodness. And that's something he very rarely talks about. Oh wow. And he was like, So how did you deal with the pain? And he was like I bet he just looked at he him. looked at him and said, A lot of cocaine <laughs> killed some <laughs> killed someone. Oh like, man. He, he said a lot of cocaine, but then he goes into just telling them like, because there was there was his thought process was I'm gonna go get one of my guns and I'm just gonna go on a killing spree. Yeah, and that's how he. That's how he. 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 That's how he with, deals with. Yeah. He, like he. He deals with it. So like you can see exactly what he's going through. Like just in the emotional how he's breaking down, and then I. I kid you not, it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. He, he went from like talking like you know about the process of how hard it was to <laughs> like this. Like his face just changed. It was like instantly. It's time for you to leave. <laughs> you need to go now. <laughs> hey, you know how some interviews where they be like, they be like, no, we need to ask you a few more questions. Look, they already knew. They already knew it was beast mode. Because as soon as he, as soon as his face switched, dude was like, hey, look, get the mic off of him. Lights, let's go. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. He was not. I'm gonna show you this interview. After hey, this. man, that's funny. I watched this video with uh, Jada Kiss and Styles P, and I guess they had beef with Mike Tyson. He said, look, we all secretly passed each other knives because we, <laughs> we was like, who's going to attack them first? You're going to have to. But they said they had a whole plan. Like, look, you run up. Three of us have come from the back oh, with knives. Jada Kiss and Styles P. I guess he had said something about uh, one of their girls or the something. Locks. Yeah, and uh, Mike they, Tyson did. And Jada Kiss was like, look, we got, we can't. He can we, get away with it. They, he was like, we got to do something. Hey. So they're all conspiring. Like, when well, you get a knife and you get a knife. 
And I'm gonna run out. What do you do if Mike Tyson smacks your girl on the butt? I'm gonna have to try to pick him up. You gonna have to let it slide. I'm gonna have to dump now. I'm gonna have to dump him on his head or something. Yeah, I'm like Look, Mike. All right, I'm have to warn you this time. You know how in the movies where you see like those guys where they're fighting like six dudes at one time? Oh. <laughs> I really believe Mike Tyson can do that with with no script. Like we don't need no script, no nothing. Mike Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson, hands down can fight. He's like, like Rafiki. Yeah, he can fight six oh, people man. at once. All right, so look, I want you guys to listen to this. I just. Uh, and I recorded this morning, so it, it may be kind of low on Jews, um, on, on Jews live, so and on the the Facebook live. So I may try to to put it in after we after we put the podcast out, so you guys can hear it very clearly. I'm gonna put it up to the mic. I want you guys just to just to listen to it, so we can get your thoughts. And uh, look for a great meet today, Kentucky, the Bluegrass State. Got it. Stop here, man. The birthplace too, of look. a blink modern day mammoth. The, the man. home place of the Kentucky Derby. Man, that gave me chills. When I listened to it, I was like, man, I didn't realize it was that it was that deep. Oh yeah. No, man, man, they did they did an excellent job. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I liked his little accent too. Yeah. Hey, uh, that, that's the type of intro that I'd be like, man, I didn't I didn't even know it about myself. Uh, yeah, we got to take that sound bite and, 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 and use that on something. Oh yeah, I got it. But here's so. a, I wanna and here's the thing, I seen like on ESPN and how those people view you as like you're one of the staples in Kentucky. Yeah. But I rarely see you get that same love uh, yeah, sometimes yeah. in your own community. Yeah, I don't think people in this community. I'm not gonna say not because there there are people in this community that that really support me. Yeah. But as much as it should, because it's not like it's about me. I think our our goal is is us helping and attacking the youth, however we can help them. And, you know, people don't really get that. Like, yeah. it's, it's our main mission is to go out and, and, you know, ultimately share the gospel. But through that, we are trying to do whatever we can do to help our community in any way, whether paying for some parents' food or, or mm-hmm. helping with the bill or just, um, you know, pouring into their kid, pouring into their kids, you know. So, oh, yeah. Hey, you know what's neat is we're, we're starting to be known for that. People are yeah. seeing it. So, like, I was at Peddler's Mall last night. And they had three checks that I hadn't picked up yet. 
And I was like, man, that's crazy. You know, that's how long we ain't been out here. And she yeah. was like, she was like, oh, no big deal. We know you're out helping the community. That's awesome. And then this morning I went yard selling and I bought a, a, a TV from a yard sale. And the lady there said, oh, yeah, you'll probably end up giving to a family in need or something, huh? And I just thought, like, man, like, how powerful of a testimony is when you go places. Like, You're like you, the modern day no, no, like, you are, you are being yeah. known. Like, Rob, we are being yeah. known. And the, the, the narrative is switching on what we was to what we are now. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at Nick one time, and I was dead serious. Like, I was in tears. I was like, Nick, we're going to be staples in our community. We're going to change the perception. And you could start seeing people, that, right? Shit. Yeah, seeing how people view Christians in, in, in Owensboro, right. Kentucky. That's and, right. And that was when I first, like, came to Christ. Yeah, that's like, like right whenever Nick, you know, went through that transition, and he was, like, in the wilderness. I call this the wilderness period. Like, Rob, whatever, you was like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Yeah, like we, we talked, talked about, about it last week. week. Yeah. yeah. I call it, we need to start labeling that's the wilderness. It is. I, I remember that conversation vividly because Drew was like, you know, man, I don't know why, just Christians have a bad name. Yeah. And it's up to us to change that perception oh, yeah. of what Christianity is in our community. Yeah. Like, when people need help, they should be able to call us, you know, like. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, and yeah. I ain't gonna lie, sometimes it's a burden. I it just, is. I, I can't tell you, I mean. It's heavy. Messages I get that, that, you know, if people need help or need this or need that, but like at the end of the day, um, that's why we're in this position. That's right, you know? that's so, right. And what, what I would say too, because last night I felt that weight on my shoulders. Yeah. And I prayed like, God, you got to fill me back up. And I believe, so like for the people listening, for your wives or whoever, like you have to find those people that will also pour into you too yeah. and fill you up. Mm-hmm. Because if you're always being drained, it's like a a, a plug at the end of uh, the barrel that's under, like it's always going to be empty. It's trying yeah. to pour out, but ain't nothing there to mm-hmm. pour out. <clears throat> oh, yeah, no doubt. So um, just to kind of, uh, man, talk about what's, what's, what, what has gone on. Of course, Drew was out last week. Um, getting ready for the meet, um, you know, the meet happened. Um, I mean, Jim, what you, what you want to say anything about it? Yeah, uh, I mean, in the beginning, so to kind of re- give you a brief summary, we went up to South Bend, Indiana, going for the largest raw bench press ever. And I know people are tired of hearing it, but we're going to keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we went up there and, you know, it didn't turn out the way we expected it. And, and just to be honest, like, through the misload and everything, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I was angry. I was so angry, like, tears were boiling up in my eyes, and I couldn't even, because I couldn't express myself. Yeah. Um, usually, you know, like, I would have flipped out, maybe said some, you know, said some stuff I shouldn't have said. And just having to, that's the lesson I learned is how, like, practice what you preach. That's it. We're mm-hmm. preaching all the time about, you know, self-control and, and being patient and kind, you know, just practicing fruit of the spirits. And, Man. And, um, that's all I could do, but it, it, like, there's something about it that just, like, the fact that I'm a, I feel like that I always, I'm not going to say get punked, but it seems like that, and I'm not saying by any person in general, but, like, the enemy yeah, I understand finds a saying. way to punk me because yeah. – I can't react the way I want to uh, yeah. react. I uh, can't yeah. get there. But that was the lesson in that. The lesson wasn't about, uh, I don't think the whole purpose of me going up there was about uh, me hitting 800 pounds. That's right. I believe that um, Man, come just on. like anything that, that you know, this, this is a trial and there's a bigger platform and, like, I believe it. You, there, there's no there's no convincing me any otherwise. Like, I know that there's going to be a bigger platform. In fact, yesterday I just got off the phone with uh, – 
with the guys that I was initially going to do it with, and they just asked me to set up a meeting um, about something that in the future. Yeah. Um, and I still have the other guy. So w- w- with me uh, in the direction I'm going, you know, I, I know that it's all uh, going to work out. All things we're work together. Win. We're going to yeah. win. Cause think win. That's what it is. Because think about this. Instead of, you know, if you would have hit that 800-pound bench, yes, it would have been a great moment. Yeah. But from you not hitting it and the way you responded, I, I believe God was on display. Yeah. And you see it from the comments and how you responded. Oh, man. And what people said is, from the way you handled this situation inspired me more than you ever have. Think about this. Because anybody can, you hit that lift, you got good character, you're hype, hey, you know, look at me. The thing is, is is man cannot come up with a story like this. Mm -mm. You could not have wrote this down and said, what is the worst of the worst that could happen that would, that would play into the bigger picture, right? It's going to be in a movie one day. I'm I'm telling you, Hey, God is writing this. God's writing this script. Can you see the movie, Mr. Irregular? Oh man. That's what I'm saying. Just just something. And, And not just that. If you listen to what they just said, they know, they know you, right? Yeah. They know the mission. They know the standard. That's why they said that his 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 uh, his, his, his irregularity has gone back for many years. Yeah, it's it's set the new you standard. Think about this, Nick. Even in the community, okay. So Jew is a he's a sore thumb first of all because he sticks out so so yeah. much. Not just that, but he's he's at the top of his game in his in what he does. He's given people who 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 don't want to go into the gym and cuss and have all this rage. He's given them a, a a a lane to be able to come in now and say, "Look, I don't have to do what I've always seen. Yeah, I ain't got to get up here and scream and cuss." I seen that video where you pray. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how, how often has that probably happened in a you know that platform? Uh, either if it's either led by me or TD, but it very rare, rarely right? Very rarely happens. It is just. You know, like mo- uh, that's a that's an egocentric environment, right? Yeah, oh, very, definitely, very. Like it's yeah. very like I can't be friends. Like you're my competition. Oh, he's swollen than me. He's bigger than me. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that's what I'm saying. So um, this has never been seen before. So you don't see somebody who's in the gym, who who is maybe rooting on somebody else or saying, "Look, man, you got it. You know, keep your head up or whatever the case may be." Um, and, 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 and we get to be a part of that. That's what is so amazing because this young generation coming up, now they can look at you and be like, man, he showed me how to do it. Yeah. He, he, he paved the way for me to be able to come in and just be a humble beast. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, I'm uh, man, look, the, the, the feeling that I got, I, like, I was so angry, I probably could have walked through a wall. Oh, right? yeah. But, you know, that fire, I don't know if you guys know, you guys know what I'm talking about, that, but that fire, that, that passion when you have for something, um, sometimes it it, it, it it dies down a little bit. Yeah. And this was a prime example of, I think, the Lord, like, used that to recharge it, like, energize. Oh, because I know the energy that I'm going to bring back to the gym is going to set the platform, again, it's going to set the platform up for something even greater than we ever could have imagined. That's so, what I'm saying, yeah. And it's like, he's proved this time over and over again, like, he shows up and shows out. Oh, man, he put and that I mean fire that, underneath that. Yeah. So, he, he, you know, there's, a, it's crazy because I've talked to many lifters out there, especially one, his name is Pete Rubbish. 
good friend of mine. Um, he's out. Of, he's out of Tennessee, but he's been going through a season over the past, you know, three years where he's had some injuries and he's just he's in this lukewarm state. Yeah. And over the past year, he's recently came to the Lord, right? Yeah. And he had lost his desire to lift weights, really, right. pretty much, just to compete because his body's broke down. And somehow, some way, shape, or form, he used a phone call through me to fire him back up. Wow. And he's been firing on all cylinders ever since. Wow. And it was all about losing that fire, losing that that's desire. It. That's it. Yeah, man. It's uh, and, and that's what I mean. Look at how big it, much bigger it is than just you. So just know that no matter what you're doing, it's always bigger than you. Yeah. But to talk about the elephant in the room, so just like you said, he was angry, it happened. But you have been a part of some of the most controversial lifts in in in, in bench press history. Yeah. I mean, easily. Just kind of go through them real quick. So we got 2018, the first time I hit 700 pounds, um, we ran into, they loaded the weight up, too much weight on uh, the national record at that time, which was 722 set by Eric Spoto, and they misloaded the weight. So whenever I'm coming out and getting ready for this lift, they call it off. And then they did it again. Um, was it ball? They didn't, I mean, this wasn't as far as misload, but the guys didn't catch the weight as they should have in 2019, whenever I broke the The world time. record, right? World record. And then, um, you know, this type of time. But you guys got to understand, like, Whenever someone does something like this, like everybody's in total awe and shock. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just in shock. They're like because they've never seen anything like this. So I think that's why I have grace because at the end of the day, it's pretty cool because something that I'm doing, no one else has ever done before, and people are looking at it like, man, this is this is crazy. So like the Lord is using me. But I think today, I know we, we had a, probably another subject to talk about, but I think today kind of refers back to what do you do in a season when you are walking with the Lord and you lose that fire? And I say that because, like, I've been lifting weights. It's easy for me to go in and lift weights, right? It's yeah. easy for me to, to uh, put up heavy weight. And over time, just like everything, us as humans – we become um, discontent in our situations. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what area it is, but like God will show himself and prove through other areas in your life, like mine, bench press, that, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. And I think many for many of us out there that are walking as Christians, often we lose that, that fire, that passion for um, just that, that zeal, that zealous spirit of like searching for Christ you know what I mean? Like, cause this is something we got to do every single day. You know, wake up and seek the face of the Lord every, seek the face of the Lord every single day. Yeah. And sometimes we lose that. That I, I can speak for myself. Oh I no, no, we do lose it. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was telling um, Nick, matter of fact, a few months ago, I was in, a, I was in the same season with, with just what I did, right? Just um, getting up and going through the routine every day, and and feeling like I was just spinning my wheels. Remember, Nick. And uh, just being so frustrated about just life in general and, and just seeming like I wasn't getting nowhere. And, um, and I think that that's the first thing that you have to do is just um, really come to terms with where you're at. There's nothing wrong with, with admitting and realizing, man, I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a very frustrating season. I'm not getting nowhere. Um, it's almost like you're not clicking on any cylinders whatsoever. And like anything that you try to do ain't working. 
And I remember being there and I remember just uh, the feeling because it feels like you don't have any purpose when you go through those dry seasons, right? Yeah. And uh, but what happens is 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 God being a good father, even in those seasons, he will do something to show you yourself, to show you, hey, we've gotten off track. Now it's time to, to readjust and realign and get back on. And um, man, I remember that um, that that while going through that, God began to 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 work on me and to to speak to me and to just show me certain things that me personally I wasn't doing. Yeah. So it's always it's always God wanting to show you you right. Yeah. So even what you, what you went through in this situation, yeah, it happened the way it happened. It was supposed to happen that way because God needed to show you something inside of you that that He needed to reveal. Mm-hmm that you needed to readjust and realign and get back to where you were supposed to be at. Yeah, and I think that that is so. It's like, uh, at the end of the day, I think that uh, through everything, he's just showing me that, yeah, this was your time, but yeah, you're ready to lift the weight, but you're not ready to handle it. Man, come on, that's a word. That's a word. That's what I was about to say. You might be uh, ready for it. You might think you're ready for it, but you really ain't ready for it. You ain't ain't even, how how about this? You ain't even earned what you're asking for. Yeah, and I, oh, man, it's crazy because I said this, I said this, a few weeks before, because everything has been going so smooth, so Man, easy. It don't Even feel through the right. coronavirus, it's like, I mean, I've worked for this, but like 60%, 70%. Yeah, you ain't really worked I for it. I ain't really worked for it. And I know that nothing comes without um, adversity or or, or, um, mm-hmm. or or obstacles, man. Like, I know this opposition is staring in my face. You know what I mean? Like, and it seemed like it was too easy. Like, this was. But again, from the get go, from the setup, I knew. I'm not gonna say from the setup, but from like a month out, as we were getting closer, things started to get shaky. Yeah, something wasn't right, and I knew something wasn't right. So, and, I, and like I'm telling you, at all angles, I know this is like really another time where I've really felt the the forces on the opposite side, like really Man. trying to attack me in all areas Man. of my life. So, Nick, what you gotta say? No, I was just saying how you say, like, we go in and out of seasons. Like, I'm sure everybody listening, Christian or not, like, have felt that. But what I always go back to is something you taught me, like, we have to fax over feelings. Yeah. And I, what I believe ultimately about life is you are what you do every day. So, the feelings are not, do I get in my word? Feelings are not, am I spending time in yeah. prayer? Feelings are not, am I showing up to church on Sunday? Because what I ultimately believe, like, you, I can't tell you how many meetings I've had with guys that say, Nick, how do I get in my word more? I don't, what do you mean to answer? You open up your Bible. Just do it. Yeah, you just open up your Bible, like, and you get in your word. Like, I don't have anything mystic or magical or supernatural for you. Like, um, I love that picture at Friends of Sinners that says obedience is learned in the wilderness. Yeah. So that obedience is learning those daily grind, that daily like pursuit of Christ. So, you know, what you do, like, because you'll go through that season again, you're on fire right now. And trust yeah. me, that season's coming where that fire is not as strong. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, Martin Luther King said, like, are you preparing for the win- the winter time in the summer? Man, that's good. Are you preparing for the, the day at night? You know, so all those analogies, like, are you preparing for those winter months when things are good? Yeah. Like for when you lack. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's real good. That's what Nick is preaching. So I need, yeah, yeah. so what I have to have around me. So like even with weight loss, you know, with me and Rob, I'm back on keto. 
I have to take the feelings out of it. Yeah. He's back on so keto. So I have to take, you know, like I went to Mexican with somebody and they had the chips and the cheese sauce and everything the, the else. Queso? Yeah, but, queso. The queso? but one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Yeah. Queso is fruit of the spirit. So I have to take the feelings of, man, that looks... <laughs> wow, he's on a roll right now. That looks, <laughs> that looks fire. Yeah. But I have to remove my feelings from it because the facts is, man, that's, that's your obstacle that's in the way. You can't yeah. say the queso ain't from God. You can't do that. Yeah, queso is definitely a... I'm a, just saying, a, it is from God, but... <laughs> but it, it ain't for the season. Yeah, it ain't for it, my season. Yeah. And that's it's the thing. It, that's it. Yeah, so so just like it says in Ecclesiastes, there's a season for all things. Yeah. Uh, man, and, and I think that that hits on perfect what Nick said is, you know, do you get do you get ready for the winter before winter comes? Because you could, you could stay in basketball shorts and T-shirt through December, January, February... But guess what's going to happen? Winter is still going to come whether you're prepared or not. So just like we went through the coronavirus, this season had to come. Yeah. And whether or not you get ready for it is up to you. But yep. God has given God has given us a chance right now. In some way, shape, or form. And we what they been call it is an anorexic, an anorexic Christian. Yeah. That what you you don't have no meat to sustain you yeah. when life punches you in the mouth because you haven't been obedient. In the times where you know you was on fire, yeah. so n there's nothing to, to uh, sustain you when the when the, uh, the the ship crashes or you know life happens or yeah. what are you holding on to? Like Lecrae has a new song called Deep In, and I love it. And he said, "Man, I felt like I I was losing my grip, but God reminded me that He was holding on." Man, come on. So like, but if you're not pursuing, you're not obedient. Like I don't know what's sustaining you when life does punch you in the mouth. So with you, when this happened and everybody was like, I'm, I want to rip this gym apart. I want to cuss out the guy. Oh, they were you reverted, you reverted back to, to what both. you knew best. Wow. Even when that guy celebrated earlier, you know, when you hit your old lift and he celebrated and messed you all up, um, like you always was like, man, I know that was a, an exciting yeah. moment for him. It, it, it reverted back to what you knew, yeah. to what you was taught. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, and those are again, those are trials. But I think often, and I want to touch a little bit more on um, how we so often relate, like the majestic side of Christianity, to uh, we kind of hold those up to side our relationship. Yeah, like how how we're feeling at the moment is is all depending on how we're feeling is is where we're at in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And that, like Nick said, that is not true. You know. Um, it, just to put it this way, where a person is always feeling like they're in the, they have to feel like that they're in the presence of God. And I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to step out of bounds and, and, and use this in a poor way. Uh, what you're saying is they're looking but, for the well, they're tingle. They're just chasing it. Yeah, they're looking they're for the tingle. It. Yeah, you yeah. see a lot of people like that who's Here's like, what I, would say. I don't but get there's, the but there's, there's not a wrong. It's not wrong to do that. Well, I would say but that's it not going to sustain when you. you chase the feeling instead of yeah, the father. Instead of the, instead of the father, yeah. Because Ooh, what happens? What happens yeah. is you, you you go from you know basically you go from a spiritual high and you're just looking for that next yeah. spiritual high. Now what high. It, what it is is now now God has God has became your blood. Yeah. You trying to get high? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> are. But you're. <laughs> You're exactly right. That was pretty that raw. Was just a, yeah, it was, but, uh, that was raw. It's but like, you're exactly <laughs> right. Like <laughs> you sound like haystack. Right yeah. there. <laughs> nah, that's what it is. What do you say? What a haystack say? Oh yeah. 
God, he's like the weed man. You do good with this, and you come back, and he'll give you more. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is we looked up to that, but uh, but you got to think like, you know, and and that's why you see a lot of people fall away because. Yeah. God's not giving me this high anymore. Yeah, this thanks for cleaning that up for me. This spiritual fulfilling. <laughs> no, really, anymore. because are you chasing? Are you chasing uh, the, the 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 high, the tingly, the feel good, or are you actually chasing Jesus Christ? The Father, yeah. But, but Which one are you? But here's what's crazy: like, where is character built in those moments of, you know, uh, where you ain't having the best life? Yeah. Where is uh, integrity built? You know, it's in those moments of everything's not going right. That's yeah. when you see where true integrity and character yeah. and perseverance is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, anybody can wave the flag when you're on the spiritual high and when things are going great. Oh, it hit me one time I was thinking about it. I was like, am I really a Christian? Like, what if what if we were actually really being persecuted and, like, you seen them going to cut your daughter, your kid's head off or something, and they're asking you to, like, denounce yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, and that's the thing is the people do go through that right uh, now. I know, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so in the time of trial, like, we, we go through minute trials, I, I feel like, a lot of times. Unless it's, like, somebody dying. Like, my dad died or y'all's dad died. But I'm saying for the most part, the trials that we experience every day, oh, they're, they're good, like they're good trivial, problems. man. They're Nick, like Nick just, said it the other day. So we was in small church, and Nick said it. Like, man, you know, the problems that I, that we face— Somebody w is praying for those problems. Yeah, you well, know what I mean. Like think about this: I have pool. I got a pool problems, like big. You know, I call them American problems, but you know, they said my pool is going to be like twenty grand to fix. He got pastor problems. And but think about this in perspective: Am I going to stress out? There's someone battling cancer today. Yeah, yeah. There's someone that just got the diagnosis that their kid is going through. You know, an uncurable disease. You know, and there's people in Africa that don't even have running water. Yep. And here I have a pool problem, which is a problem. But also in perspective, like, that's not a big deal. That's that pastor's problem. Yeah. We putting the cover back on it. Like, <laughs> <"No."> <laughs> it ain't worth it. Well, what's 20000 The pipes? No, we, they said we need a brand new everything. Hey, a brand new pool, Jew. How do you need a brand new pool? Everything. We don't know. We'll talk uh, about it later. Yeah, I got man. a guy. But think that's of, what I so said. That's what everybody says. Got a guy. Got a guy. <laughs> everybody always got a guy. We don't know where I to got go. A guy. Hey, who's it? Where's the, the he guy? Plays on that, he plays on that. Uh, but think about that. Like, am uh, I? You know, like Roger did that sermon Sunday. The Lord will provide. We talked about yeah. that in small church. The Lord will provide. And in those moments, like, hey, we can't fix your pool. That's what that pool company told us after we done paid, you know, X amount of dollars and everything. Cha -ching. So I was pretty mad about that. But at the same time, like, am I going to fall? You know, am I going to stand on what I believe in those yeah. tough yeah. moments, or am I going to revert back to my old ways and feel like I have to yeah. oh, manipulate manipulate it in perspective? Screen. If you don't keep it in perspective, man, it can get it can get that problem become can become so great that you're you you think that you you're somehow getting treated unfair. Yeah, yeah. you're somehow being being pointed out and the enemy's attacking you because you got to get a new pool. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that makes me mad is, is what does the enemy have to do with your pool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just a, I mean, that's a worldly problem, you know? That things happen. I was, Hi, talk Mom. I was talking to a friend and they said, man, you Nick, yeah. they said, man, Nick, consider this. Hey, Mama, we they said, there's people around the world that don't have homes to live and we build garages to put our extra stuff man, in. Man, that's crazy. Ball in. That we don't need. Man, ball in. Tanya, we'll be praying for you guys. 
Yeah, no, no. So that's a that's a perfect perspective. But so, you get to see a character of a man, you know, when he goes through those things, when life doesn't go good, and it's in those moments that really shape you and mold you and make you who you so, are. So, so again, you could have went. That's what I was gonna say. If you ain't, if so, if you went a whole season without facing any type of adversity, uh, yeah. at all, I would question. Like, yeah, I would question it. Like, is mm-hmm. there? Some, you know what I mean? Like, because I know that walking a Christian, like walking this Christian walk. I faced some of the biggest trials I've ever faced in my life, mm. and, and I don't expect whatever's going to go wrong. I expect it to go wrong. It's, that's it's, right. That's just how it goes. But I know that the Lord is going to take me through it this time. Hey, I would like to applaud you for uh, for how you handled it. Um, you. you know, for for your response, it's big time. It's next yeah. level. And just and people are watching, man. Think and, about and it, it. Mean, and it means something. Think you know, it. it not just does something to you, but it does something to us. That's yeah. right. It does something to this community. It makes this community better. And think about it from this perspective of eight years ago, would you ever have dreamed about no, being man. ESPN? I think that's, and that's, like everything else is just a bonus. All this is a bonus. Man. I forgot who tells me that all the time. Somebody always messages me and says that like, everything else is just a bonus. Right. That's it. You know, like all, where I'm at to right now is a bonus. Oh uh, yeah. Like he already say, he's already done, the work is done. And he's already, you know, done everything I could have asked for. This is all just That's extra. That's right. And we're just now getting started. You know how, like, when you, get the, when you get the Xbox and you get free games with it, and they, they give you a controller. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had the cracked one. The I, games. I, had the, I had the black one. I had the black market one. Because, the black market one? Yeah. Oh, uh, with all the with games, games on it? With the games on it, yeah. Because yeah. wow. yeah. think about this. The kids in our community... You've already hit 800 pounds. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, you, like, even when I hear Bella talk about you, like, she was like, yeah, they don't believe me that uh, <laughs> Jews my uncle at school. <laughs> and, you know, because kids already see you as this, like, figure yeah. of, like. Some kids. Yeah, some kids. And let me tell you this, though, like, for real. I've been watching social media a lot. I mean, because I'm always on social media. Like, people, please protect your kids. That's yeah. right. Please protect your kids from stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Um you know, I got some kids that that, that, that I've mentored, and, and I seen a video last night, and it just, it broke my heart. It really broke my heart, just because it was a rap video, but I'm just saying, like, these kids have no idea the, the route that they're headed. Man. Um, when when you're talking about this stuff. And you remember we tried to do some rap videos? Stuff in. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. We tried to do some rap videos? You don't remember you used to record them on the tapes? Up in in, in Jay in Jay Webb's uh, oh, that's, that's throwback throwback. Hey Jay man, it, it was off the chains up, but like I, I, just, I just wanted to touch on that just for one second. Is is you know like if you want your kid to be a stand up kid, like you need to be a you need to be like a real private investigator in your kid's life. And some people think it's cool. You want a stand up yeah. kid, be a stand up parent. Be a stand up parent, man. That's it. And sometimes that, that's not even enough. But you need to raise your kid. You need to do everything like, you can. Yeah, man. That's that? a gospel, gospel, gospel. Me and Nick man. was talking about it. Look, if, if you don't, your job as a parent is to stack the deck in your kid's favor. Now, sometimes do kids go off the beaten path? Of course. But look, John Brennan got to witness it firsthand about the yep. seeds that he planted, right? Mm-hmm. So at the time, I bet he I bet he was looking at his phone and he probably seen that rap video of us, of us smoking and drinking and with the guns and seeing the picture of Nick. I bet he looked. I bet it broke his heart. Yeah, oh, I get it. I get it now. You know, oh, he came to see me in jail. So on yeah. the other, but but think about this. Think about the feeling that he gets when he's seen Julius Maddox on ESPN. He can look back and say, 
man, there is hope for anybody now. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy? He texted me the other day. I put a picture up of the church and put God is faithful. He texted me the picture and said, what is this? And I got to tell him, like, you know, we uh, got a new church building. Yeah. And he was like, man, I'm praising with you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to John Brennan, who, 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 man, I'm telling you, who is oh, a got very many. good friend. John Brennan, we got Anthony Cobb. Oh, yeah, yeah. But look, not Chris just that, Hunt. but what I'm saying about John Brennan is John Brennan was the first person that I've ever seen, heard of. I always heard about this guy who went to Davis County High School, who was from Owensboro, Kentucky, who went on national tv the real world and stood up for what he believed oh yeah with uh, with all the backlash with all the the controversy around it i'm telling you john stood up for what he believed and he and he is still walking it out today yep and that's what's so great and, and he, he he was a great <laughs> me <laughs> and you know what's crazy and this is why you know the gospel is so important like i remember him paying for our youth camp Man. and saying like i got y'all even though he probably knew we like, we almost got kicked out of the youth camp. Yeah, but, bad. like, he still never – he was always there. And I think, you know, for your kids, like what Rob said, man, we got to put them in the best possible environment. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Rough, and, rough. It, and, man, we got to lead the way. And, and I want you people to know, like, like we fell, too. We fall short, too. Oh, yeah. That's it. But you, you have to you have to try to implicate it. Implicate That's right. It, mm -hmm. you put it. That's right. All right so, uh, I love you, Mom. Real Tanya quick. Tanya will be praying for you. Um, real quick, before we leave, I need to know – What's next? Tomorrow, Rowan Heights. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real quick, real quick before Jew goes in. Before, real quick before Jew goes into that, um, we are having a free cookout. Free, um, free, 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 free. That means it costs nothing to come and eat, and 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 hang out, and uh, man, get just eat a whole bunch. We got about two thousand chickens that we're gonna be cooking up uh, in the morning. Green beans, uh, we're corn. We're gonna be giving out plates. We'll be in the Rowan Heights. Uh, at the park, right? Yep. Listen, From 12, 12 to 3. Oh, to three, and they're going to have... We, we'll be in the Rolling Heights. Well, we got another ministry coming. They're going to be giving out clothes, oh, yeah, new yeah. boots. Oh, not just that, but Purdue is going to be there for employment opportunities. The yeah. Black Expo, they're coming to set up voter, voter registration. registration. Um, so we have some things lined Mr. up. Mr. Regular Strength himself will be there. Look, this is what I for told sure. I told the guy at Purdue yesterday. Thank you for Purdue for donating all the chicken. They did it so graciously. Um, I told them if somebody would have came into our lives at that moment and said, look, you don't have to go down this path. Here's a job application. We will hire you today. Oh, yeah. We would have been on that. We hey, I together, promise you. you. I promise we you. We would have all been riding together. And, and they pay we, good. We would have been out there doing the working man dance yeah. with the chickens. I would have been yeah. like, look, put me in the room with the chickens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, oh, but when I, was, when I was out there yesterday, I was leaving and a truck pulled up right beside me with, with chickens on it. I mean, them chickens was giving me the eyeball, like, get me off of here. I know what we about to, I know what about to happen. I know what's about to go down. Yeah, yeah, so tomorrow, uh, Roland Heights 12 Park, the entire community on the east end, if you live anywhere by the Heights, come out, hang with us, come yep. and eat. We are going to be cooking some good barbecue chicken and and, uh, and and getting full. But real quick, so so what is next for, uh, for a regular strength? Huh? 850. 850. 850? Man, we're taking it to the next level. We're about to crank it up. Eight fifty. Yeah, then we're gonna lose weight. We're gonna lose some weight. Wow. We'll get fit. You baby. heard it. You heard it here first. He said eight hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. How many? How many kilograms is that? How many keys? That's like almost four hundred kilograms. You moving four hundred keys? Got them keys, keys, keys. That's about four twenty, ain't it? No. 
Is it 400 ki- ki- kilos? Oh, my goodness, You know man. what I thought was crazy? That's why they call them irregular. Yeah, man. Which, which I know. I was like, man, what if you would have got the lift with the lopsided weight? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick, on his second yeah, attempt, after, after he after he worked himself up and, uh, he and was went only, back down. He was yeah, close. Oh, it was there. It was there. It was there. Oh, it, it sucked. It sucked that air out of the room. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking, Nick, you remember the time I fell on my back? Everybody, at the, at the, that's what happened in that room. Everybody started missing lifts after that, didn't they? No, I mean, man. I don't know. Look, I just know, it, yeah, yeah, but I mean, the weights get heavier. But um, it, it did. It changed the whole. It sucked the air it, out of the yeah, room. It did. It did. That's a good it, word to it use. Felt, it felt like it me when I was laying works. on my back at Chautauqua Park when I rollerbladed down the little ramp. <laughs> and then Star looked over at me and said, get your fatty up. I know you But look, I'm just thinking God That's because. That's one of my favorite stories. Man, that could have been a serious life, uh, career-ending injury. Man, thank yeah. God for his grace. Thank God it, for his you protection. You went and worked out two days, three days later, maybe. Yeah, to get some lightweight in. Yeah. Get some blood flowing in the That could have been career ending. Hey, it's next level. It's, it's turn up time now, yeah, Hunter. It's time to go, man. Hey, it's really time. It's it's time to um man, really really show the world. Um, you know, I think that a lot of people look at you now and be like, Wow, and amazed. Yeah. Imagine if we put a machine behind that. Imagine if we get consistent. Imagine if oh, we yeah. get structured. Imagine if we if we if we get if you Imagine if you get serious about what you, what God has given you the ability to do. What are the possibilities? The the you know you, how you said you're at sixty percent effort. Yeah, it's scary to think what the possibilities are if you gave it one hundred and ten. Oh yeah, uh, and I, well, we we practice that all the time. That's right. So it's not that I don't. So in my workouts, I, I guarantee it. I give you I give you one hundred and ten percent. But just overall, we're only operating on in the 65, off season. 70%. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's a, if you're an eight cylinder, you're you're hitting on about. Four cylinders yeah, right now. So, uh, You're a four cylinder. Four cylinder. Yeah, yeah. You putting eighty seven so, in the. Uh, we just and, and again, there's no textbook. There's no blueprint. There's nothing to follow. That's so right. we're just going off of what we know. Have and we made progress? Better. Yes, but it could be better. And getting better. It could be better. And the great thing through this all is you guys get to witness it firsthand yeah. that we are just doing what we what we said we was gonna do when we first started doing this podcast. And that is trust in the process. You guys got anything before we head out? Uh-huh. If anybody wants to uh, donate for the corn and green beans, I'm about to go corn buy. Corn and green beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let you guys, me know, cash out. We did what they said we would. Yeah. We hey, went and y'all over there looking. Yeah, hey. we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow at uh, the Roland Heights Park. Join us uh, back here next week, Man, every we got a Friday. Lot of stuff. Voting. Yeah. we're trying food. to set up we're trying to change the the narrative of, of, of the community we're trying to go right there where 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 they said that it's the worst of the worst at and go show them people that there's a different way so Be out here yeah yeah come back and see us next week we'll see you guys tomorrow have a good week peace peace trust the process don't rush the process Times. Yeah, it's true, but I'm headed to the finish line. So the mind never stop when it come to minds. God gave me this light, I'ma let it shine. Put the weights on the bar, man. Dinner time. The pain don't do anything but energize. Right now is the time, ain't a better time. Man, I'm about to go hard. Hammer time. Yeah, I know that you know it. I made a decision and now I'm devoted. I'm in for the people. You hear it, they voted. I try to stay humble while keeping my focus. They tell me slow down. I say thank you, it's noted. I'ma speed up for my family notice i am right here just to put you on notice if history's written i guess i just wrote it
Yeah. Tell me where you are. 